This podcast is created for you by GriefWell, a nonprofit offering grief resources and services to adults in grief. Visit www.grievewell.com to learn more about our services and how we can support you through your grief journey. First and foremost, I want to say welcome. My name is Haley. I am a Bachelor's of Social Work intern at GrieveWell. This podcast and its intent is to really just provide an open conversation about grief. Anything and everything that comes along with grief is unique. It's specific person to person. And I think it is super important for us to be able to have a conversation about what to expect when you're grieving, things people should and shouldn't say, and so much more. So I'm really excited to get started on this podcast. And I just want to say thank you so much for choosing to listen. So today we'll kick it off with what to expect while you're grieving. There is no truly right answer for what to expect while you're grieving. Grief is all about expecting the unexpected. Everyone is on their own grief journey and there is no roadmap to it. So a lot of times we find ourselves in the midst of grief and we have no clue where to go from here. Days or months have passed since we lost our loved ones and everyone seems to have returned to their normal lives. However, you haven't been able to find a routine again. It's so important to remember that grief is normal. It has an impact on our social, emotional, and physical well-being, which is something that we will begin to talk about today. I'm sure at this point in the podcast, you are really starting to question who I am and why I feel qualified to talk on a topic such as grief. A little self-disclosure here. I have experienced grief myself. I have experienced loss from a young age. I lost both of my grandpas before the age of 10. And when I was 15, I lost my mom to cancer. After the loss of my mom, I have also experienced two other major losses. The first loss I experienced after my mom had passed was a grandmotherly figure in my life who I called Nani. The most recent loss I've experienced is my grandma. After experiencing five major losses, I really had to dig deep and figure out what grief was to me and what it meant for my future. That really leads right into what to expect while we're grieving. Grief is all about expecting the unexpected. Everyone is on their own grief journey and there is no roadmap to it. A lot of times we find ourselves in the midst of grief and have no clue where to go from here. Days or months have passed since we lost our loved ones and everyone seems to have returned to their normal lives. However, you haven't been able to find a routine again. But remember that grief is normal. It has an impact on our social, emotional, and physical well-being. What I've noticed the most about grief is that our society puts so much emphasis on the emotional portion of that. We tend to forget about grief impacting our physical and social well-being as well. Since I feel as though society focuses a lot on the emotional aspect of grief, I'll kick it off with the physical state that can be impacted by grief. There are a variety of physical symptoms one can experience from grief. Sleeplessness, fatigue, aches, headaches, pains all throughout your body, exhaustion, which relates to fatigue, and so many things. The physical symptoms you are feeling and experiencing coincide frequently with the emotional 
experiences and feelings you may be having. On the other hand, grief may be impacting your social life as well as your physical well-being. We have this innate sense to have friends and family and be surrounded by people that we love. However, after you experience a loss, it's very easy to withdraw from our surroundings. Our social life may be no longer existent. You may not want to go hang out with friends. You may not want to go have that family game night at your sister's house. It might just not be something that you want to deal with at the moment. And that's okay. But it's important to remember to find a balance with your social well-being. After covering the physical and social well-being aspects of grief, I'll start to talk a little bit about the emotional well-being. People will tell you that grief is this overwhelming sense of sadness. What people don't tell you is that grief is a lot like riding an emotional roller coaster. You have this overwhelming sense of sadness one minute, and an hour later, you start to draw. While drawing, you forget about what you're grieving. For just a moment, you feel happy, but that happiness doesn't last very long because this overwhelming sense of sadness comes over you again. You feel as though you're constantly battling yourself. Am I supposed to be happy? Am I supposed to be sad? What am I supposed to be feeling in grief? I should be feeling sadness, so why can I smile sometimes? Why am I laughing sometimes? Is this okay? It's so important to remember that what you're feeling is valid, and it is okay to feel happy and sad and all of the things that you're feeling. Now that you're in tune with your physical, emotional, and social well-being, you may start to ask yourself, what's next? Now that you're grieving, there are a million questions you may be having. As previously stated, you may withdraw from your friends and family, you may be feeling overwhelmed, and you may be unable to focus on anything. All of those feelings are normal while in grief. What people don't always tell you are the ways you grieve more than just your loved one. There will be secondary losses that you have to grieve as well. By secondary losses, I mean dreams of the future, financial plans, companionships, relationships, and so many other things. A secondary loss is really anything that your loved one leaves. It's this hole that can't be filled that you now have to grieve. You may also be questioning what's next or when you'll be happy again. When will your grief be over? Something we all learn is that grief is not something you get over. It becomes a part of you. And you become a part of this club that you never did ask to be a part of. Something I've learned here at Griefwell is that we grow with grief. What I mean by that is, there is this hole in your heart that is created by the loss of a loved one. That hole is something that can never be filled. Therefore, grief will always exist there. However, our heart continues to grow bigger with each and every person that we love. Therefore, we grow with grief. It becomes a part of us, and it's something we will never truly be able to get rid of. And I wish that's something someone would have told me when I had first started grieving. 
something else that I wish people would have told me is that grief is ever-changing. For me, at least, the way that I grieve each loss changes. For the first two losses, I was young and my family was my support system. My mom, my dad, my siblings, my aunts, my uncles, they gave me all of the love and support that I needed at that point in time. When I would feel this overwhelming sense of sadness and I would cry, my mom would hold me. She would tell me that everything would be okay. But she provided this comfort that no one else was really able to provide me. Then when I lost my mom, my grief changed again. Because my comfort and the person that used to hold me was gone. At this point in my grief journey, I really started to focus on myself. What emotions was I feeling? When was I feeling them? And how did I push through? With the loss of my mom, I was also hit with a ton of secondary losses. The main one that I grieved was my dreams for the future. My mom wouldn't be able to be there when I graduated from high school. She wouldn't be there when I got married. She wouldn't be there when I had my first kid. There were all of these she wouldn't bees. This was a really hard concept for me to grasp at the age of 15, 16, 17, 18. It was something that I wasn't able to fully wrap my head around. And instead of dealing with those emotions, I threw myself into my schoolwork. School was the thing that I saw my future in. And every other aspect of my life, I couldn't see my future. When my mom had passed and the losses I experienced after that, my future was ever-changing except for with school. I knew that if I was successful in school and I got good grades and I put in the work, I was able to create a career for myself 10, 20, 30 years down the line. So school soon became my happy place. I loved learning. I loved being around my friends. But it was also unhealthy. I wasn't dealing with the emotions that I needed to be dealing with. It wasn't until I was able to recognize that school was my escape that I was able to fully grieve. I began journaling, I began grief counseling, and I began to look at my emotions in a whole different way than I had before. I began to look at my physical well-being. What were my sleep patterns? How was I eating? I became in tune with my mental state and my physical state, and that allowed me to be more socially aware. I started to rebuild relationships and focus on what was important to my future. At this point, my grieving process really started to come together. At this point, I wish someone would have told me that grief is not linear. There is no set timeline for grief and when your grieving process will be over. Because as previously stated... Grief is not something we move on from. It's a never-ending cycle. Because loss is something we will continue to experience. And with each and every loss you experience, you continue your grief journey. 
you also learn a little bit more about yourself and how you grieve. As we start to wrap up, remember that this is not an exhaustive list of what to expect while you're grieving. The physical, social, and emotional components of grief are just a few of the things that can be expected. But remember, grief is all about expecting the unexpected. That brings us to the end of our first podcast. To end every podcast, I'll be giving out a self-care tip. It might not just be a self-care tip. It might be a quote about self-care, the importance of self-care, just something relating to self-care. Because while in grief, that's something that we don't always focus on. The quote I will leave you all with today is, Self-care means giving yourself permission to pause by Cecilia Tran. I chose this quote today because right now we are in the middle of the corona pandemic. Some of us live our lives constantly on the move. And during this quarantine, that's something that we aren't able to do. So it's okay to give yourself that permission to pause. We can put a pause on constantly moving and being in motion and doing everything under the sun and take the time for self-reflection. Take the time to read a new book Take the time to establish a routine outside of this busy life that we are constantly living. It's okay to pause. This podcast is created for you by GrieveWell, a nonprofit offering grief resources and services to adults in grief. Visit www.grievewell.com to learn more about our services and how we can support you through your grief journey.